0: Hey guys, so I am continuing the story from where I left. After 14 days of marriage, Veda had gotten the peace to settle down and write to Vidya. In her letter to Vidya, she asked her, How are you? How are Vandu, Vash, and Ani? Are Ma and Papa happy? Then she told her about her flat in Pune, that how this flat is smaller than this, their house in Joshimutt. How Joshimut is different from Pune. Then she told her about visiting countless relatives and temples. Each time, she had to wear a sari and all the wedding jewelry. She had to do it on her mother-in-law's insistence. She told her that Bhuvan is quite considerate and understanding guy. She said, I can't talk freely on the phone because phone is in living room. My mother-in-law is around all the time. She hardly leaves me alone. Every five minutes, she is like, Veda Beti this, Veda Beti that. I can hear my father-in-law calling out to me. My mother-in-law has gone out to some temple with her friends. I shall come back in some time and finish this letter. Yes, Baba, Veda said as she went out of her bedroom. Come, Betty, make some tea and join me here on the balcony, her father-in-law said. Veda was surprised because she had noticed how he rarely spoke when her mother-in-law was around. But she was pleased at his invitation, she quickly made two cups of ginger tea and joined him on balcony. Sit Betty, he said, indicating the chair opposite him. This is lovely, you make a good cup of tea, said her father-in-law. Veda smiled. My father too loves the tea I make, she said. So how are your studies going? Do you like college, betty? asked her father-in-law. Yes, Baba, it's nice, she said. Though she had not yet made her mind, she didn't want to sound ungrateful by complaining. Okay, that's good, he said. Then he lowered his voice and said, Listen, betty, I want to tell you something. Yes, Baba, said Veda, curious, as she sipped her tea. You know my wife, she is just an 8th class fail. She is not educated. She doesn't understand or appreciate the value of education. Why I tell you this because I don't want you to be upset about the remarks she makes. I have noticed that you feel bad Betty. I see it on your face. Bhuvan and me, we have learned to put up with her words, anger and sharp remarks. But you, you are new here. I wanted to tell you all this right at the start. But only today I have got the chance," he said. Oh, said Veda, completely taken by surprise. Veda felt happy that she had an Ellie who understood her and he had taken the trouble to explain things to her. Thank you, Baba, thank you for telling me this," she said. Then after the conversation with her father-in-law, she started continuing the letter. She wrote, My father-in-law seems to be a nice soul. He is very different from my mother-in-law. He is a sensitive man. Then she wrote, My mother-in-law seems to have her own gang of friends. There is Shanta auntie and Kanti Behan. They came home once. My mother-in-law has a maid, Shakubai, who is supposed to come every morning at around 6.30. She is late on most days and then there is a never-ending drama created by only and only my mother-in-law. Study hard, Vidya. Tell me all the news. I am waiting to hear from you. Uh, and Suraj too. Lots of love. Yours is Veda. Then Veda wrote a letter to Suraj too. She wrote Dear Suraj, how are you, my friend? As promised, I am writing. I can't tell you how happy I was when I saw you at my wedding. When I saw you, I was almost in tears. A big thank you for coming. Then she tells him about Bhuvan and his family. Then she asked him, what do you do, do, uh, do you during your lunch breaks? Have you resumed eating at the canteen? How are your academics going? What new books have you read? How is your grandmother? What is happening at your end? Do write back soon, put the letter in a sealed envelope and give it to Vidya, eagerly waiting to hear from you, your friend Veda. Vidya wrote a letter to Veda. My darling Didi, how happy I am to hear from you. I badly wanted to talk to you and Didi, I am reading to Vandu, Vash, and Ani every day like you used to do, but they say I am not as good as you and that they miss you. Papa and Ma are happy. Their marriage is a huge achievement for them. Papa tells all about his daughter in Pune who is married and happily settled. He boasts about Jiju's job and his car. It is almost like he owns the car himself. And your mother-in-law sounds like a Rakshasni to me. I didn't like how she behaved at the wedding and boasting everyone around. She shouted at those poor caterers when the puris took a little longer to make. She seems to me like the stereotypical annoying mother-in-law. Like they portray in TV serials. I miss you so much, Didi. Didi, why did you leave all your favorite books here? You know, I'm reading your books and liking them very much. It's funny the things the absence of a person makes you do. We'll talk to you soon, Didi. All my love. Yours is Vidya suraj also wrote a letter to veda dear dear veda after a long wait i have been rewarded with a letter from you and i was not going to attend your marriage it was painful for me don't ask me why but it was i also knew that just because i stayed away it didn't mean that marriage won't take place by the time you received this letter you would have started college I hope lectures the, uh, there are good. I hope you settle down and have fun. I miss you and our conversation. And you know, I am reading a very interesting historical novel set in Scotland called Waverly. It has a love story woven in two. I hope I have not bored you with this letter by giving you more details than you asked for. Please look after yourself, Veda. And yes, wish you a very happy new year. Suraj. Veda got Suraj's letter and wrote a letter to him. Dear, dear Suraj, Happy New Year, my friend. I am very happy to receive your letter. I have started attending colleges after the break. It's very different from our college at Joshi My accent and the way I speak is different from the way the people speak here. I feel like an outsider. Some lectures are very good, Suraj. My college is massive and spread across two floors. But I just don't feel at home here. There are many more clubs and many inter-college festivals, but I have not enrolled in anything. I escape to the lab- library whenever we have a free period. Suraj, I feel like I'm leading Dico- Nicotomas life. I'm struggling to come to terms with being a married wo- woman. Nobody else in my class is married, and the way the girl screamed about my marriage, I felt embarrassed and self-conscious. You know what? One of the boys asked me out for a coffee, but before I could answer, a girl called out. Hey, leave her alone. She's married. This married status is just a fancy." And yeah, your historical novel sounds very interesting. I'm reading a non-fiction book right now. I hope my neat letter, next letter will be a little chariot. Your friend, Veda. Veda replied to Vidya's letter too. Dearest, dearest Vidya, there is such a lot to write to you. You know, last weekend we went out for the first time without his mother. He took me to his meet his friend Vicky. Vicky wants to become a filmmaker. He is a funny guy and he makes me laugh. He's quite opposite of Bhuvan. He's adventurous and great to be around. You know what? Bhuvan is totally a different person with Vicky. We enjoyed the day. My mother-in-law is not too happy with me attending the college. I heard her complaining I heard her complaining to her friends when they came home to visit. You know Vidya, I heard her tell with them that I don't do any housework and all I am interested is is dressing up and going off to the college. I felt sad to hear that. I don't know what responsibility she wants me to do a take on. I do whatever she tells me to. What more else does she want from me? Vidya, I hardly find time for studies here. My mother-in-law keeps me on toes all the time. I'm sorry Vidya for rambling on and on about my marriage life. But I feel you are the only person I can open up and pour my heart. Don't fall into this marriage trap. Please study hard and start working. Marriage sucks. Please reply soon, Vidya. You are sister Veda. And more love to you. This letter Veda wrote now is after the after her father-in-law's demise. Dearest darling Vidya. Please forgive me for not writing earlier. I am still in a state of shock. My father-in-law was such a gentle soul. He was highly respected too. You know, I barely knew him, but I recall, uh, I recall so fondly the one conversation we had on balcony that day. Vidya, do you know my mother-in-law openly told all the relatives who visited that I had brought bad luck to the family. I felt miserable and sad when I heard those words. Vicky, Bhuvan's best friend, was very comforting towards me. He was present thorough out. You know, he told me to ignore what my mother-in-law was saying. Her behavior towards me has totally changed. If she sees me, she turns the other way. She doesn't look at my face. She pretends I don't exist. Vidya, I bitterly regret getting married. And I should have spoken my mind to Papa. I wish I was stronger. I asked bhuvan to speak to my mother-in-law about how she is behaving. He says she is grieving and she is very upset. He hardly converses with me Vidya. I want to talk to him, but he seems to have shut me out. I did very badly in my mock exams because of all this. I could barely touch my books. I hope you are studying well, all my love, your sister Veda. Veda and her mother-in-law, Padma Devi, were in kitchen and Bhuvan was reading newspaper. Nobody listens to me in this house, said Padma Devi, stressing her voice. Uh, sorry, Ma, I didn't hear you, said Bhuvan. How will you hear? This Kalmuhi has brainwashed you. You don't even have time for your mother anymore, she said veda felt as if she was slapped had she just called her a kalmuhi this was an open insult this was unbearable but she kept mum waiting for bhuvan to say something but bhuvan just muttered what what did you say asked padma devi nothing ma said bhuvan then she directed at veda and told her to wake up daily at 5:30 a.m. if Uh, I don't want you lazing in bed, said Padma Devi. Have a shower and perform the puja. I am sleeping quite late these days, Maji. I have to study for my exams, Veda stammered. Padma Devi turned away with anger. Did you hear what your wife said? Hmm? She says she won't be able to wake up early and do the puja. Do you know? It is the woman of the house who must do the rituals. Is it such a big thing I am asking? It is for the good of this house, isn't it? It is not ma- for myself. I am telling you, all these things happen when you break tradition, Padma Devi rented. Yes, Ma, she will do it, Bhuvan told his mother in a placatory tone. Veda lay awake for a long time in night. She thought about her life in Joshi Math and how she would never have been in the situation had she spoken up boldly. But she could not imagine taking a stance opposing her parents. She hated herself for being so passive. She hated herself for trying to please her mother-in-law. She hated Bhuvan for not standing up to her. She was filled with self-loathing and regret. What had her life turned into? All she was doing was cooking and housework with only Padma Devi for company. Bhuvan came home late on the most days. Sure. He, she attended college, but she had no friends there. Back home in Joshimut, she had had her sisters, her friends, and her academics. Here, even that academics was slowly slipping from, from her hands. She had prided herself on being an outstanding student, but now, now she had barely the time to even glance at her books. Veda felt that her dreams were dying a slow death. With each passing day, she felt as if she was fading into oblivion. She was finding marriage and all the the responsibilities that came with it a gigantic burden to bear. She felt stifled, imprisoned, suppressed. She saw no escape. It was a prison she had willingly walked into. Now she was trapped. She sobbed into her pillow, feeling miserable and sorry for herself. Bhuvan didn't even realize she was crying. He slept on peacefully. Veda continued to sob and when she exhausted her tears, she fell into a slumber, eyes swollen and red from crying. Now what will Veda do? Will she be silent for now even? Or will she raise her voice? Will she break any rules or remain a rule follower? Stay tuned for next podcast. I will port, uh, I will release it tomorrow or day after tomorrow. Thank you so much, guys, for listening to me, and I love you all for the response you are giving to me. Thank you so much.